So yeah, and that's why you are an Al Sharpton sympathizer. Dude, I was like, I really like on Two Bears One Cave when he Tom makes Bert look racist every time. Every they time, start. yeah. Tom, Tom's fantastic. I mean, yeah. well, the thing is, that's like Tom's fantastic at making someone look at like anything. But then you want um, Bert. Bert's the one person you want to like make fun of because sure yeah he can take it and you know it, it only it only pushes his brand forward yeah and it's i mean his i think bert's fan base is very different than tom's you know i think I they tried to loosely say that in one of their episodes recently that all his uh fans are like mouth breathers which is <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny yeah, dude like i can't imagine someone that thinks bert kreischer is extremely funny yeah like can't imagine them being like eh super complicated person yeah like, like you know anybody who's like seen him they're like oh he's so funny i'm like ah, right you probably think like i don't know the worst movies in the world are yeah the best and, yeah i saw him live once with my brother and i was yeah. drunk enough to think it was really funny sure, which it yeah. was but like <clears throat> since then my stand-up comedy is like like vo- yeah. vocabulary i guess you could say has grown a little bit you know, yeah, and that's not to shit on him. I could go see him, and be like, man, he's great. But yeah. then I probably leave them, like, okay, maybe I am dumber. He's good at what he was. does. Like his pro- yeah. his brand and his product is great. Does he tell the machine story every time? Yeah, every time. At least, at least when I saw him, he did. It, like it, 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 I want to say he did it as an encore. Mm, yeah, um, I, I think so. it was that towards the end. He was like, "You guys want to hear it? Like everybody wants to hear it." And he's like, yeah. "Okay." Um, back when I was in college. I got recruited by the Russian mafia. And yeah, was like, oh, there here we go. go. Yeah, but I mean, shit, they made a movie about the guy. I watched it. Yeah, was it was it good? Um, I mean, I found myself texting and you know scrolling really? through Instagram through. I mean, I, it was what I thought it would be. Yeah. but I mean, it, it was it was better okay. than you know the worst movie I've ever I seen. I mean, Jimmy Tatro was in it. He's like OG, um, OG like what I think he got big on YouTube. Oh, oh the oh yeah, they got plays him. Yeah, and, yeah. I think so. It kind of like loosely tells that story, and then yeah, Bert's in it too. So it's like he uh, is. As yeah. what? As him? Himself? No, as um. Yeah, but it yeah, it's him like now. Oh, okay. present day, and then you know the they kind of tie the story into something else they make up after it. Oh, okay. So he goes back to Russia. Don't tell me. Yeah. Oh, Even so yeah. I asked. Don't fucking tell me. Bruce Willis is dead the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Die Hard seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> Lethal Weapon ten. Yeah. Um, but hey, we're back. We're doing another episode of yeah. Phase Splitter. Welcome back. You just, just, you guys just look so beautiful. You look so good. Yeah. Um, we're out here drinking uh, Liquid Death. Really, really fighting for that sponsorship. Yeah, I drink a lot of these, dude. <laughs> do you? Do you? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. So I just had a baby, and yeah. I got a pack of these. Brought them to the hospital and drank them within like I think we drank them in like six hours. Yeah, this is de- like we're like this is water. Damn, that's cool. Yeah, that's a uh, that's huge too. We didn't talk about that last episode. Yeah, I had, had a baby. Your well, your um, wife had the baby, right? No, I, you didn't. I mean, dude, men can okay. have babies now. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, no, they can. How dare you? You know what? You need to go into you need to go into politically correct jail right now. That's true. Okay. Yeah, I forgot that. It's right, it's right over there. Because you, you, you've <laughs> delivered babies, so... Uh, yes, my wife you. had a baby. We had our third child. Yep. And guess what? This house is 
consistently loud. Yeah. I tell you what, two kids was wild, three kids, the somehow even when the even though the baby can't even make a noise, yeah. It got louder. Man, well the other two are probably very excited. Yeah, that's you know? probably what it is. And like they kind of get the whole thing, right? Yeah. They're no, they they get it all. So. They're like they're excited of their new brother and yep. all that stuff, which is cool. Um were you, you know, did you care if you had a boy or a girl? No, no, I didn't care. Not really, man. I don't know if if anybody really cares about like the like the sex they have as a kid yeah. or gender or gender of their kids. Like it's kind of like I I guess you could have a preference and stuff, but yeah. when you're about to have your kid, you're just like, dude, I just hope the kid comes out with all yeah, this all this stuff. Yeah. Because you hear so many like horror stories. Yeah. Like the only thing you wish for, at least in my case, <coughs> is like a a healthy kid, really, yeah. and I mean, I know that sounds cliche, but it's just like it's true. Like, we—that's all we cared about, and luckily, yeah. we we've had three of them that were healthy. So, I think we might quit while we're ahead. Yeah, and you just want your kid. I like to be. practicing. I like yeah. I like, you know, refining the craft of making children. I'll that will be a lifetime <laughs> pursuit. Sharpening the axe of dad. That was you. Boom. Right. So you get it. Yep. Yeah, well, you got so, a boy again, so yeah. So I'm gonna have to raise two boys that are, you know, yeah. love, gonna love me, gonna love me, gonna love me. Then want to beat the shit out of me, and then realize, you know, dad's old, and then love yeah. me again. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. But you've got like a good relationship with your dad. It seems yeah, so. yeah. So maybe that'll translate, you know. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean that guy. That's the guy that got me into the mu- get, got me into the music. That was the, you know, that predicated what I like now. Sure. Yeah. So. And both you and your wife prioritize fitness and having good strict regimens in your life. So yes, yes, yes. it's a good environment for your kid to come into. I'd say. I I'd, I'd agree. <laughs> so yeah. I think so. I hope so. Anyway, <laughs> I was thinking like, like uh, the the joking mind is like strict regimen. Yep. Uh huh. We. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even gonna go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna say? <coughs> uh, I can't. So, but, (laughs) oh, hey, something I didn't want to talk about. Tim Howley's giving away guitars. Oh, yeah. I saw that you're on the list. I was on the list, dude. But that's because I paid money. Uh, Yeah. hundred smackaroos, right? So I was like, dude, I saw the, I saw the wood grain seven, uh, seven string, dude. I know. Isn't that, that's the only one I would want. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about any other ones. I like some of the other ones, like the, the Charvel and the Jackson. Yeah. But they're classic models. Um, but like the V's, whatever. I mean, I'll be happy with whatever. I, I was literally I calculating the likelihood that I would get one and get the one that I want. And the odds were so low. I was like, I'm not going to do yeah. it. Cause you texted me and I was like, look, hundred bucks. Okay. I'm trying to buy a new tent. I'm trying to buy, I want to buy, buy an, a new guitar that I want. Yeah. So like if I spend a hundred bucks, I just like, here, you'd want you, that hundred bucks to go like, yeah. this is what I want. Yeah. If I Venmo Tim Howley, that hundred bucks, it's like, if he doesn't give it to me, I'm going to find him at a show. I'm like, Hey dude, <laughs> dude. I've paid you. Yeah. No, I do. I saw that that wood grain seven string Ibanez, and I'm like, yeah. and he also gets to write that off. You know what I mean? It's I guess so, it's right? charity, yeah. so he gets to write that off on his taxes. So we should, yeah, I mean, we should do that and just see who Venmo's us a yeah. hundred bucks. Just, just money, dude. You can just send me if you want the Dean. Just any of these hundred dollars. Uh, I'll give you the tag and everything, and just send it. If you get a guitar, we'll see. But just send the money. Yeah. I'm good for what I'm saying right now. Got a set of bongos <laughs> over there. We could set of bongos, dude. <laughs> we'll sell the camera. You yeah, know? Yeah, we could do that. And then we just film with our phone, I guess. <laughs> and then we'll auction that. We'll just start at this auctioning. Point, it they'll be just, at this point, the phone camera <laughs> There won't good. be a table next time. We just hold the laptop. 
Hello friends, I want to talk to you about Mayono microphones and audio equipment. Have you ever wondered how Matt and I sound so good despite just having two brain cells collectively? It's because we trust Mayono microphones for our podcast audio and recording needs. We sport two Mayono PD200X USB XLR microphones and BA90 suspension arms in studio and guess what? You can have them too for super cheap. Right now, when you use the code FAZE10 at Mayono.com, you will get 10% off the entire store. You heard me right. 10% off everything. This equipment is already a phenomenal value, and it just got even cheaper. Be sure to head over to Mayono.com and use the code FAZE10 at checkout. Link in the show notes, everyone. All right, back to the show. We'll just be, no, dude, we'll just be sitting in these chairs like this. <laughs> yeah, like American Gothic. God. <laughs> oh. But, I mean, the thing is he's given away that Ibanez 7 string with the Fishman. I think they're Fishman Fluence Moderns, I'd assume. Yeah, I um, saw that. Yeah, that thing is nice. I know. It's really nice. And then he's got some other Vs. But, like, yeah. the other one, the Char- the black Charvel with the Zebra pickups is something I'd really, really that want. That one's cool. The 7 um, string has a maple fretboard, right? It does. Which is the only thing I typically dots. don't like about it. But since it's a wood grain know, guitar. Right? Or and silver I, pickups, dude? That's yeah. fucking cool. It looks awesome. I don't even know what the model is. Like, I have no idea. He's it, He's been, like, endorsed by them for 10 years. Yeah, ten, that's what his last post was. Crazy. 10 years. And, I mean, I sent you the post. I was like, every yeah. guitar he's ever used or designed yeah. is, like, a dream guitar, like you said. Yeah, it is. It's, like, exactly what I want. It's no frills. He's... It's almost always a hard tail. It's kind of cool because he does change up what he plays. Yeah. Like, it, none of them are really similar. Some of them are Strat style, but, yeah. like... He's got the Tele stuff. And he came out with the Tele recently, which is, like... Yeah. Almost the guitar, dude. Ibanez like, had the FR series. Like, I that's know. what it was. And, and that was, like... I want to say the FR series stopped with, like, the... Bl- it was a black model. And he had a white one. He had a white. F1? He has a white one. Yeah. Are you sure it's not a? It's not a strap body. Swear. Yeah, I've seen it in person. Oh wow. Yeah. It's Damn. it is so nice. I saw him play it in Denver when they were. I don't there. know why that Ibanez doesn't make the FR like you know a production model. At yeah. least I haven't seen it in a while. Because dude, I would die for yep. an FR model that has a good binding around it. Yeah. Quilt top and the like. I love the HH pickup in a in an yep. FR. But you can then, like even if you go in reverb like. No, they're hard to find. They must yeah. have not made a lot, or they sell it <clears throat> with that stupid uh, fret marker inlay that are all big. That kind of look like the Gibson, like S- the squares. Um, yeah, it mm. looks so stupid. I feel like they did that for a reason, but I think it's a bolt-on, right? They're, all their shits are bolt-on, so I think if you could just yeah. swap out the fretboard, you'd have your own custom FR. That's, that's fucking expensive too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude, buying a neck nowadays, unless you get it fucking unfinished from like K and E guitars, it's yeah. like. Like you can get some that are about three, I don't know, two fifty, three hundred. But if you're trying to get like one that matches an Ibanez, yep. or matches a Jackson in the one you want, yep, four, you know, probably four hundred bucks. Yeah, holy shit. Or you Venmo Tim Halley hundred bucks, maybe you get your dream guitar. Maybe you get it, dude. Find out get, soon. I'm fucking gonna get one of those. Yeah. I feel, I'm feeling lucky, man. Yeah. Maybe you. Are. I mean, maybe he'll be like, all right, Nick X guitar. I've seen that. I'll do yeah. that. I'll put it out there. I've been like and commenting. Yep. I've been commenting on his it. post being like, hey, I'd really like this. Um, you know, I have horrible hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> Do you sympathize? Because oh, I just shit. had a baby. I just had a baby. <laughs> My baby wants this guitar. Yeah. 
these guys. My son, hey, Tim, my son's a big fan, you know. Son's a big fan, two weeks old. <laughs> came out just saying, you know, just screaming fit for an yeah, autopsy too. Like, I just love that FR model you got. <laughs> I'd love to have that. I love the new one you had, yeah. you know. Um, I saw a video where he was showing it to somebody, like yeah. somebody who has like a YouTube channel when they're in Europe. Mm. And Tim like let him hold it. Uh. And I was like, if that was me, I would like – I hope Tim can run fast because I'm like taking <laughs> off with it. Like, dude, you're great, but like, yeah, this is gonna like you designed my the guitar I'll, for I'll me. I'll choose like, it over our friendship, <laughs> that's for sure. Like you, the white pickups are what get me. I always yeah. forget about like throwing in a good set of white pickups and how that that just pops. It dude. has those C dunks in it, right? That's I'm, what they got. Yeah, I'm. I want to say when he zoomed up into it. It had the font of the Black Winners. Oh but yeah, I don't know if that's what they what he used. Yeah, because it's not the typical Seymour Duncan. Like, yeah, well, yeah, you're right. And so it looked like the Black Winners, which I'm hearing more and more are pretty good balanced. Yeah. They're high, obviously high output, and that's what you need. But yeah. um, are pretty balanced for what they come with. Whereas, like, I like the Nazgul dude, but it's a little hollow. Yeah, you know. Whereas I've heard the I've heard the um, Pegasus is like a really good balance of what you'd want. And I never played the Pegasus. I played, yeah, just the Nazgul Sentient yeah. set. But I the used Sentient to, is... Yeah, Sentient's great. Oh, my God. They they knocked it out of the yeah. park with the neck pickup, dude. I've played that through, like, when I had the my 6505 through my orange 4x4 or whatever oh, it was. Yeah. Dude, it was, like... Beautiful. Oh, my God. Also, Mark so Holcomb loud. just came out with a new set. Really? A relatively new set. He had the Alpha Omegas for a while, but I think he has a new Something set else. now. With Seer Board Duncan too, right? Yeah. Uh, those Alpha Omegas were have been yeah. a crowd favorite for a long time, I guess, in terms of balance and output and everything. Um, they just did a two-night back-to-back set in Denver. Did they? For yeah. Free? Yeah, I remember I was I messaged you about a while ago. Wow. About going, but it was like, it was I think it was expensive. Or just, where did they play at? Paramount? Bluebird. Bluebird, okay. Yeah. Which I think is on cool and place. they were not the, none of the sets had the same songs. Wow! So, so it was to get people to purchase both nights. Damn! Which if I lived up there, I would have bought both nights. Would you? Fuck yeah! Just go Dang. home, go to work, go back to like I mean, periphery sandwich. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. No, but like, I'm not gonna buy two nights, drive back home, and they're like, "All right, I have to go do this." Dude, tomorrow. no. That one show we went to, and we had to drive back home. I'm like, I'm fucking old, dude. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that gets uh, that, it's it's rough. It's gonna be nice when we're like retired and we can live wherever we want. I'm just gonna live right next to the Bluebird. I'm just gonna live on Colfax. And, yeah. And you know, like, you know, go to all the shows there. Yeah, and just nothing pisses me off more than when I'm like, oh, I wonder if that band's playing here soon. It's like the day before the, you look. Yeah. Like, what the hell is that even possible? Knocked Loose played here one time. And I was like, cool, I'll get tickets around the time. And they sold out. Dude, I was like, I've never even seen the fucking Black Sheep sell out. Knock, the, the dude from Knock Loose owns, um, shit, jo- my buddy Josh was telling me about this. That go- guy from Knock Loose is from Denver. Oh, is he? The vocalist? I'm pretty sure. And he, like, owns, um, ah, damn it. He owns, I'm going to text Josh right now, dude. He, he owns Hasbro. I think he owns. He, no, he owns one of the one of the venues. Oh, really? Okay. Or something. Hmm. Um, and I told him I was like, "Yeah, my buddy Matt fucking loves Knock Loose." Yeah. Um, it took me a while to get into them too. But you, you, I mean, at one point you said that they're like one of your faves. Yeah, there's that album. Um, uh, whatever the one that has Contort in the file in it. 
that song is fucking that to me is the best knock loose song there's just something about it it's like not it's like nothing else i've done they also have another song um it's called like it lives in the walls or it's in the walls and that one i was listening you should listen i'll send you the episode but it was on the uh downbeat podcast okay uh greg oh downbeat yeah yeah, reynolds and um they were talking about on there like what the song is about and they i guess so all those dudes record at the same studio under will putney and the old studio they always said was like haunted it was in this old building in new jersey and they said like all this weird shit happened when they're recording that album it's called a different shade of blue damn and like all this weird shit was happening in their record it's a really cool story so like at the end of it at the end of that song, you it's a clip from uh, an old like Silent Hill beta Ooh. game, and uh, yeah, I mean it's just like Silent Hill. All the like folklore behind a song that you'd want to hear. Like I could just listen to that shit for days. I love hearing why somebody wrote that song. Like yeah. what these little things nuances are, because it means nothing to you. Like well, I mean, to you hear someone and like until you hear someone talk about. It. Like I love like yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear somebody like man, like you think about all the sleep they lost over that, and like, right. Whether a brain like dude, and I sympathize with that. Like if, like I lose sleep over like small little business moves I make. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I'm like I get so excited about it. Like if I I wrote, if I was a recording artist that recorded songs that got put out for people to listen to, and I was very excited about it, and everything clicked and it sounded great, I would never be able to sleep. Yeah, because you'd like rest your head and you'd be like, all right, that problem I was thinking of. Oh, I I know what I need to do now. Yeah. And then the only way to do it is go back. And, and it's studio. and unfortunately, yeah, you need to sleep. But unfortunately, that time is the best time. Yeah, because you're gonna you're gonna forget. You're not gonna write it down. Like it's like, you know, there's been so many ideas that come and go that you should, like. There's reason why people carry like notepads around everywhere they go, especially yeah. artists. You know, like they want to write down stuff. And yeah. It's it's valid. It really is. But yeah, it's cool. Like I love hearing anything about that. Like, stand up comics just like the stand up comics will walk around with like notepads. Yeah, as thick as the fucking sun, and they're like, well, "What are you What are you doing?" He's like, "Well, I can't lose all these jokes." And yeah, and they use them. Like they'll go back to them because sometimes they reapply. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. They find a better way to work it yeah. in. Yeah. So yeah, but, you, hear, um, you hear that about riffs and shit all the time too. Like I wrote that song or that riff ten years ago, right? But it just never fit in what we were doing. So then. Yeah, it's crazy. But like they the, loved it, and they kept playing yeah. it, and so it stayed fresh in their mind. Yeah, it's something crazy beautiful about like the creative mind and like how people can just dish out. Like that's what they call uh, Misha Mansoor, like bulb, right? Because he just always had ideas. Oh, so a lot of stuff that Periphery puts out now is like they and I, they do it now just because like they have such a cool fan base that's following yeah. them that far. But they'll they'll bring back riffs from other songs, and they'll a lot of times bring back riffs from old shit that he wrote. Really? When he was like 17. They'll use the same riffs from older songs? Yeah. So, yeah, in? so a couple years ago he released... Because they can. It's their yeah, fucking riff. Fuck they want, yeah. Huh. And uh, he released all these old bald tracks. It's like it's like a hundred of these, like sometimes 20 seconds, sometimes it's a minute long of these wow. just weird tracks that he put together, mostly instrumentals, and then they'll work them in. It's really cool when they do it, and then they make a song out of it. Like, Dude, that's... I never <clears> really even thought about like repurposing your own stuff like that yeah they do it all the time and a lot of times they they'll they'll be like subtle nods to like previous songs they do it every album i think wow. like sentient glow is on a uh, hail stan and that was like an old uh song that he did almost the entire thing and then they add stuff and then you know they add the lyrics and they really so, make so, a song so so 
like but a lot of this stuff is it in the same key is it in like typically yeah typically Whoa. it's it's almost the exact same. it's weird that like he thought of it that long ago and it's still good enough to put out now that's what i always boggles my mind all right i'm trying to get a hold of this guy cuz he's he told me something about um knock loose in denver He'll get back to us. Yeah. Um. All right. But, dude, we have a question, okay? Yeah. And this one's this one's more techie. Uh, and it was a lot of guitar stuff because I think it came from the YouTube channel. Do you like 4-4 four, four or 6-8? Oh, man. <laughs> and I don't care about it. like, I just want to play. No. Um, okay. So this one's from... Pilot one four one. Why would anyone want a headless guitar? Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know. You don't like them, right? I just don't like the way they look. Yeah, I think aesthetics, right? That's it. I mean, I've played some before. I played a a Strandberg. Um, Really? Yeah, I played a Strandberg, and it's. I mean, it. The thing is, what I will tell you what I what I took from it. One, it was. It felt well made. Well, it, it felt like very well put together and solid. Mm -hmm. Um, and that could be because of how small it felt and, um, the weight distribution being different than a regular guitar that has a head. Yeah. But the one thing I did, and this could be the pickups, the amp I was using at the guitar store. Um, it sounded, uh, very almost like there wasn't enough output. There, the act, almost like the action was off and there wasn't enough output. Okay. So like notes wouldn't ring. It just felt like a kind of straw, straw like. Yeah. Um, but could the, have been old strings. Could have been. Could be. Yeah. But then, because then the thing is like that doesn't correlate with all the things that you're <clears throat> seeing with with headless guitars with like <coughs> in the gent world with all this like yeah th- these ridiculously deep tones and stuff like that. So I don't know. Why would anyone want a headless guitar? Do you know? I am. I think it's 80% aesthetic and 20% playability, yeah. right? And I think, like, to me, when I play a guitar that I like, I really care about the action and, like, the timbre of the string and, like, mm-hmm. the way a certain note plays over the other one. And But with those things, I mean, they, yeah, the first time I saw one, I was like, man, it's a goofy-ass guitar. I think the best-looking headless guitar is a Strandberg. Yeah. Like, some of the Kiesel ones don't do it for me. Ibanez has done some. I'm just like... I don't know. Hey, it's it's a fad, I guess, and it, and it'll continue. I mean, they've been around for a long time, but that yeah, dude, now. that dude, Pliny, that uh, solo oh, artist, yeah, you know, that's like his thing. His Stramberg guy, his, right? yeah, and his yeah. looks sick. He's got like, this new gray one, and his, his. I mean, we could talk about him all day. He's also just a very talented musician. So I'm like, okay, right, like, right, right. Sometimes I think people see like someone who's very good, and they're like, well, they play that, and they're really smart. So maybe that's one. Well, if I get it, I'll I'll play good and I'll be smart. Well, also, dude, like this is the guitar world. Like things, like trends mm-hmm. happen fast and they happen hard, man. Yeah. Like things take off, yeah. and then all of a sudden they'll just like fizzle out. Um, I, we haven't we haven't seen that yet. With these, yeah, I yeah, like I mean, they're still pretty around. popular. I like. Um, have you, I don't know if you've seen it, but they make um, headless and bodiless and necklace ones. It's <laughs> called the air guitar. So those were cool too. I like those. They're affordable. When you said headless. And it had a pause. It's like he's coming in. Fucking good. Here it is. I'm yeah. all. I'm all ears, dude. <clears throat> so those are affordable. I mean, you at home, any of the viewers can get them. We could auction one off. Send us a hundred bucks, yeah. and maybe we'll. Send and inflation you. doesn't touch them. 
Yeah. Nothing, you know, and resources are, dude, yeah. as long as earth exists, we're good to go. Yeah, exactly. Which so, you don't know how long that'll last, but yeah, yeah. it's uh, to me, it's the greenest guitar you can get. So I'm all about green, dude. We don't have to use sweatshops to manufacture <laughs> this product. And, Wenge know. wood. Yep. But exactly. I guess if someone would really want it, why they would want it, I guess I could nerd out and say, okay, one, um, there's some advantages, I, w- I guess. Like with a headless, you don't have a yeah. nut. Um, the tuners are down below at the bridge. If you don't have a nut, I guess I can... That technically, if we're talking from a guitar design standpoint, that nut not being there, the, 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 the strings being locked in up at the top and running over a single fret actually would do better for intonation. Because um, nuts... And, and also... I don't know if this is true, but people say that like going through a nut kind of takes away the vibration and the resonance through the guitar, um, especially Floyd like Rose locking. It? Yeah, uh, like it cuts off the resonation, the yeah. um, the resonating stuff from the head headstock. Um, but then also, I mean, you get a headless guitar, you don't have a head on it, right? So I guess the weight distribution would be different too. You yeah. won't have any neck dive um, mainly. It's smaller. It travels better. Yeah. The bridges on headless guitars tend to be some like proprietary, like really cool locking mechanism. That yeah, they do have some cool. And it looks good. Yeah. It does look good. Like a lot of the stuff looks good, aside from not having the neck. Yeah. Um, like I, I can appreciate like the innovation it takes to yeah. create something that's gonna work when you you eliminate like a very important critical component yeah. of it, but. Yeah, for me personally, like the Strandbergs look cool. If somebody gave me one, or if they're like, "Hey, I have one for a hundred bucks," sure, like I would sure. invest in it. I'll try it out. If I don't like it, I'll just sell it. But right, yeah. I mean, I'm just a very much. I love Ibanez RG body styles. Seriously, and I like the simplest ones I can find. And and then like, how much of this is me saying like being like a fucking boomer and being like, I like what I like, you sure, know? Yeah. So and then I guess with headless guitars, the uh, multi-scale design is nice because it's like yeah. it's a multi-scale design. You don't have to have a headstock that like works around that actual fan fret. Um, yeah, you're kind of also in a different position. Like with your channel and stuff, like, you kind of had these avenues where like experiment a little, and you should. If mm-hmm. companies want to send you something or like, hey, do this product sort of sourcing for us. Hey, cool. Then right. like, if you don't like it, it's really not a gamble. Yeah, but yeah. for like, like for me, okay, I like what I like and. Yes, I would love to have try one of these expensive guitars or have one of these Ernie balls, all this stuff. But I'm like, you know what? It does, it's not going to make me a better player. No, no, and no, no. I, I, all the stuff we've just talked about, like Tim Halley stuff, that's guitars that anybody can buy. Like, yep. If you, a, a two thousand dollar guitar for me is reasonable mm-hmm. for something that has everything I want. I don't have to do any modifications to, and that's including like, okay, if I want to swap up the pickups for something better, right? Yeah, like that's included in that price, but. I mean, you don't have to have all these crazy ideas out there to have to play better or right. to look better. And what do you think about when people put the uh, like the the dampener? Thing oh, like the, the <clears throat> that dampens the open strings. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I've never used it. I don't know. I'm, I know people use it. In I've used them before, like we're in recording, but yeah. I don't. I'm still not necessarily a fan of it because. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, there is, and this is the shitty guitarist. Com- this is the shitty guitarist talking right now. There is a benefit in having a little bit of extra string noise to cover up Any your mistakes, imperfections. Yeah. 
when you dampen all those open strings, you better play all of that shit clean. Yeah. And like, yeah, does it help it? Does it help? What it really helps with is a bunch of like legato and stuff where you're just like, like slamming mm. the, all the strings and going up and down. It just dampens it. You don't have to worry about, um, like uh, I talked about, usually dampen the strings below the string you're yeah. playing with your left and above with your right. Um, you don't really have to worry about that. And when you're recording, it's like, why would you? Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, people use them. Some people, I've seen less and less people using, using them. Yeah, they were like a fad for a while. Yeah. I'll see them sometimes, and I'm like, if I see somebody playing it live, I'm like, okay, it's. I think this is a good to fair shot. Like that top string's just gonna get used a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like this dude saw <laughs> in the video, and I've also seen people like when they're shredding, like they'll they'll hold a note and then slide it up to mute Whoa. it better and stuff. Because I mean, Jesus. the cl- the higher yeah. the the higher up you slide that that dampener, I mean yeah. it's gonna mute it more. So yeah. But then I've also seen early recordings, and I. Th- can't remember who it was. It might have been Dragon Force. They would, um, they would use masking tape, and then they would mask. They would masking tape certain strings. Like they would leave the, I think it's the G string. They'd leave the G string open so they could do dive bombs and stuff. But they would oh, tape man. the other strings down. So they'd usually have to do masking tape on a couple strings up top and on the bottom. Is a G the G string the like a popular dive bombing string? Is that like a good a harmonic? I think it's a G because it's G B A G B E right. Um, yeah, I think it's a G hmm. uh, either one of those, but like, yeah, that's the one, like the one you just rip on. Yeah. And I do the dime bag style where I pull off on a fret and catch it and do it. He did a lot of cool stuff with his wah pedal though, too. Do you ever yeah. fuck around with that? No, nah, not really. Okay. But the, him and Dak wild both actually like play on the treble portion of the wah. Yeah. Like they'll put it in the treble position and just rip. It's probably good that I don't know how to do it. Cause I would do it all the time and just annoy yeah. my girlfriend and, yeah. Yeah, one of those things. Like, all right. You touch, I mean, you, like, you can get infected by that shit, dude. Yeah. Do you have a Kurt Hammock? Kurt yeah. Hammock. Name me a black album solo where he doesn't <laughs> use the wah pedal. Oh, uh, yeah. There's right. not a single one. It's pretty, yeah. There's not a single one. I think he used it a couple times on, on Injustice for All. Yeah. But, like, on the black album, it's all wah. Parkway's big on using it. It's all wah, like, too, the whole know. thing. Yeah. Like, the rest after that, like, a black album after, I think it's all wah. I Damn. think. Can you imagine if he got into one of those, like, talk boxes, whatever they're called? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, seeker and just yeah. I mean, is a like cool. That's a cool thing that exists. But I talk so much crap about Kurt Hammett, but I love the guy. He made me who I am in terms of guitar player. Okay, yeah. I'd sit in my basement and just play one solo over and over and over and over and over. But it's time to check out some shredders and riffers. Are you ready? Big time. Welcome back to our segment. Here um, we go. Let's check out our shred- our our riffmeisters here, dude. Let's see. Ooh, do we ever check this guy out? Do we ever? I don't we know. showed him before, but not that video. We showed him on that big. That's Remember we right. talked about he's probably That's a beer drinker, right. but he might be a but sober might. dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's. So this is Smith of I, I think. Yeah, Jennings Smith of I at Jennings Smith of I. Let's check him out again. He's playing a wicked. Um, I think it's it's kind of looking. Yeah. Be very techie, right? And he's playing with his finger. This sounds so cool. He's got cool pants on. Those are sick pants. We should find out where this guy's from. He seems like he'd be like cool as hell to talk to. Like all rounds on us, dude. As long as you're not in, as long as we're not feeling your alcoholism. Yeah. But we he we commented on his hair and his beard last time, and it looks ten times better in this. It looks great. 
very manicured, but look at this yeah. thing, dude. This might be one of the most talented guys I've seen. Yeah. Legitimately. Damn. I love that guitar. That how, so dude, cool. how do you even memorize what the, like, yeah. that takes hours of training, dude. Yeah, very talented guy. God. He's cool. Smith of I, man. Keep it up. And I haven't really taken a deep dive on his Instagram, but I bet there's a lot of cool shit we could show. Mm. All right, let's see. This guy, when the beat goes hard, but the... When the beat goes hard, but, but the, the riff, riff goes harder. harder. All right. We've featured this guy before, but he is like the gent master yeah. right now. Let's see. Hell young. Is that a Kiesel? I don't know. Yes. It is. Woo! Damn. You always know when it's got that telephone effect to it that you're just about to like, <laughs> yeah. break your fucking neck. <laughs> telephone I think that's what that is, right? Dude, actually didn't sound like he had too much like distortion on it. Like cuz the, no, the it, open it, notes actually were pretty twangy. They said yeah, that's why I actually I I remember I sent it to you cuz it does it sounds like it's in a almost a higher tuning. Yeah. Like, yeah it's, it's not in I mean, drop pie that might be sharp, like, you know. <laughs> that might be in D. I fucking all right. I, I hate when someone posts a video or a photo of their guitar. This is just me, being yeah. and they're like tuned to drop F sharp. Like I give a shit what the tuning is. People from the will photo. say that. Yeah, <laughs> tuned to drop. It's like who cares? Who cares? Like like I can like I you I could literally seen that before you could literally like have those borderline gonna snap in half. I can't tell the tension from here. <laughs> Why would I care what tuning that guitar is in unless I'm seeing you playing it? Oh like my God, I would I so care what funny. I care what his is in. It it sounds like you mean like standard tuning for all I know. Yeah. But like when it's just a photo, <laughs> so it's like hey. Yeah. Funny. yeah. Like <laughs> if I was like, hey, tune to E. Shit's tuned to fuck it. Shit's tuned to A. Yeah, d- brother. Yeah, I got this it's tuned to Fucking drop what? Z. Yeah. Dude, I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a post when I see one. Shit's tuned to A. But if I bet if I post like, hey, uh tune to E standard, so I'm like Pussy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tune to drop D. Yeah. What are we fucking Lamb of God in two thousands? Like yeah. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> God damn it. All right. All right, let's check some shredders out. This I guy. like I like his guitar a lot. That's why I post. And he's very good. All his videos he does it, it's crazy how much he's moving with, and not what? looking. Do you know what all right, let's check this guy out. This is uh Pierre Danel. You guys are killing it with the names. Yep. Thank you. Oof. Isn't that amazing? I actually didn't even watch this whole thing, so I didn't know this guy was in it. 
what is this like fusion kind of? Uh, uh, it's what do they call it? Like neo soul. Yeah. I think that guitar is so Dude, fucking I good love, looking. Though. I love that headstock with like the point. Yeah. And then the relic look to it. What is it? I can't tell. I thought it was a sir. It might first. be iconic. Really? It could be. I mean, iconic does a lot of distressed looks and stuff. It looked. Yeah, I love how it's like you beat the shit out of it. It looks so nice. I could listen to this all day. That dude, that the middle guy to me is is playing is so good. And I'm so into like this kind of playing right now. It's probably great for your like playing vernacular, dude. Yeah. It's like this is this is some good stuff and good phrasing. Yeah. I think that. Oh, thank it's you. It's not an iconic. I dude, I have no idea. Is it a Fender? No. no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Fender's really stepping it up. I was hoping somebody would ask in the comments, and you and they haven't. Oh, probably in yeah. Just let's look at the French oh, yeah. question. I yeah. Don't, yep. Can't speak any of that. Right. So great guy. Great. Yeah. Great job, guys. Fantastic. Yeah. Very um, cool. Well, I to me one of the coolest that we've. I think shown. that might be one of the best. Like, yeah. Dude. That might be who that might take the cake. I don't know. Yeah. Like, in terms of like the phrasing, yeah. All the like I styles. get it. They're not, they're not playing crazy fast, but they like what they're playing is like very meaningful and yes. purposeful. Versus like how many notes can I fit in five seconds? Hey, very cool. But I know these... sometimes I felt guilty of that. I'm like, oh, maybe I can just add a few more tabs. Sure, yeah, same. <laughs> but it's like you see people who are like, okay, they just get guitar in a way that like few people on earth ever will, and. That middle guy literally sounded like he's just like buttering. Yeah. Like he could make a mistake if he yeah. wanted to. All right, let's check this guy out. Um, this is, let's see. This is Igor Pass. Igor Pass By guitar? Igor, yeah, that's uh, like a Russian Igor Pass By guitar? I, either way, I'm really digging this fucking yeah. setup because it's got the humbucker in the back. Um, there you go. Maple neck. I thought you'd really like this. You know me. Yeah. Oh, sir. String scratching. Big fan. Yeah. Were you surprised by that? Sucking for this shit. Saw a little economy in there. Oh, yeah. Baby, that sounds so good. Yeah, he's just still going. Oh, my God. Hybrid. Dude. Oh. oh my. Who is this guy? I just want to know how it's going to end. I actually didn't watch Dude. all of it. I just I saw the first 10 seconds like Nick and Loveless. 
George Lynch is a big fan. Oh my god. I think this guy Ooh, likes, I think this guy likes 80s awesome. music. Damn. Every time I think I'm fucking made, I've done something profound to guitar. Yeah. I'm going to watch this to settle myself down. Came up, the, came up, came up with this little tune yesterday while fooling around with guitar. Yeah, well, that's such a oh, fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I think this guy's used every technique in the world. Sorry, but that might be my favorite that I've ever seen in my life. That is 100% my style. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's got Ooh. that kind of 80s feel, you know, the It just got more complex and more complex shit, as yeah. you went along. Yeah. And, but the thing is, also, a lot of notes, a lot of shredding, but still fits perfectly. Yeah. You know? Obviously, the the I t- I'm pretty sure that's a major scale, um, major key, and... It's easy to fit notes in the that. The entire thing, yeah. It's easy to fit notes in there, but, like, it's still, technique-wise, yeah. geez. Yeah, so Russia's putting them out right now. You know, a lot of times people think vodka is a, a bad thing, and this is one of the rare times where, like, this is a good thing. Energy drink. Yep. Vodka energy. It fuels the minds of this fellow. Right here, so. <laughs> fuels the mind. Yeah. I mean, it's potatoes, dude. It's got every nutrient you need. Isn't I mean, that what it is? Yeah. Vodka is fermented pota- potatoes. That's why there's such a famine that one there time you- at that <laughs> one place. History. <laughs> yeah, we're products of the public school system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, dude, that's it. Um, thanks for sticking around for another episode. You know, check us out at phase at phase splitter pod on Instagram and TikTok. Subscribe to this channel so you don't miss any good shit. And then you are at Matthew Monty sitting there, big dick swinging. <laughs> and um, I'm at Nick Axe Guitar. So come check us out. Um, and yeah, we love you guys. And we'll see you next time. Uh, cheers, everybody. Later. <laughs>